Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The show is brought to you by our generous patrons at patreon.com slash falloutlorecast. Robots Radio presents the Fallout Lorecast. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast, a place for the Fallout community to come together to explore the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. Hey, robots, guess what? It's going to be Christmas soon. I'm so excited. Are you? Uh, yeah, yeah, buddy, bot. Um, yeah, Christmas is great. I love Christmas. Um, we're talking this episode about Christmas in the wasteland. So that's going to be fun. Um, are you, why are you excited? Is there something that you were looking forward to? Maybe something you wanted for Christmas? I haven't finished shopping yet. Maybe, maybe I should get you something. Yeah, maybe you should get me something. You should totally get me something. I'm your, I'm your best friend, remember? Um, I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. So, yeah, I would love a... Hmm, let me think. Pizza. Yeah, pizza. You, uh... <laughs> you, you just want pizza all the time. There's nothing special, nothing different you want for Christmas? Like, that's not pizza? Well... Yeah, I guess there is. Okay, okay. So, uh, spit it out. Like, what is it? What do you want? I want a nuke. <laughs> yeah, um, a nuke. Not just a mini nuke, like, uh, like a big one. Uh, wait, what? What are you going to do with a nuke? That sounds... Sounds like a terrible gift. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I would uh, dismantle it for parts. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Dismantle it for parts. All right, buddy bot. Well, I guess the um, good, I mean, sad news is that there's probably not anybody with the nuke just lying around for you. But uh, good luck with that. So, hey, guys, welcome back to the show. This is your host, Robots, again. Um, This is going to be a shorter episode. I'm doing things a little bit differently. I'm recording this on video and releasing it on YouTube as well. And this week and next week are kind of crazy busy for me. So I wanted to at least to get an episode up for you. The topic this week is about Christmas, but it's 
there's not a whole lot of info there. So I'm speculating a little bit, but I would love, I would love, love, love to hear your thoughts on Christmas. And before I get into everything else, just wanted to remind you guys, if you leave a rating or review on iTunes or what is now Apple podcasts, then it will get read out at the end of the week, at the end of the month. And I will also, uh, say thank yous to all of the new patrons at the end of the month during our patron only event where we are going to record an episode with I think we've got six guests this time that are tier four or higher patrons. It is absolutely growing and this is amazing. So if you there's still time to get in that's going to happen in two weeks. We're going to record that episode right at the end of the month on the 29th the Sunday 9 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. And if you'd like to be part of that, you've got chance to you've got a chance to make it still. So uh, that's what's going on right now. Plus uh, all sorts of fun new things. And if you would like to see the actual video version of this recording, then check out the Robots Radio YouTube. You can just search Robots Radio YouTube. It'll come up. There's links in the show notes. Um, you can check that out as well. And I would love you know, what would really, really, really be awesome is if you guys check out that video um, let it play, play through the video. Cause it's going to be a lot of the same content that is just about to show up for you in the audio version of this. Uh, but then also comment in the video, give it a thumbs up and comment in the video about what you think Christmas would be like in the wasteland. That's what I want to know. I want to know what do you think it's like? And if you were in the wasteland, what would you do to celebrate? Does something like Santa Claus even make sense in the wasteland? Or does it still bring hope, especially for kids? Because kids are still a thing. Kids need hope, right? Is it real hope? Is it false hope? Is it worth celebrating? Let me know your thoughts. Comment in on the comments in the video. And uh, also, you know, let me know in the Discord. Let's jump in there and chat about it. I'd love to hear from you guys. If you have any questions about Nuka World, I'd be delighted to answer them. Hello there, old chap. Good to see another of General Atomic's finest still eager to serve. Hey there, Wastelanders and Vault Dwellers. I am your host, Tom Robots, and welcome back to a Christmas episode of the Fallout Lorecast. Today we are discussing what Christmas looks like in the Wasteland and what kinds of evidence we have for that. Spoiler! There's not a lot. So I'm going to extrapolate from the little bit of evidence we have as to what the wasteland was actually like. So before we get into it, I'm going to share some images and things. You can see some stuff down here on the screen. Oh, and by the way, you might be listening on audio to the audio podcast, but this is also a YouTube video. So if you're interested in either, you can subscribe to the Fallout Lorecast on whatever podcast, reader, catcher, whatever it is, wherever you want to listen. Or you can check out sequences like this now live on YouTube. Well, not live on YouTube. Now on YouTube for you to watch and actually see some images or see me uh, doing a little bit of what I'm going over and pulling up some of the content for you guys in video format. So let's jump into this. So what do we know about Christmas in the wasteland? Well, the first thing that comes to mind for me before we get into any actual lore, because there's a little bit we can pull, is the question about tradition and how tradition works in societies that are undergoing some sort of 
cataclysmic events, some sort of major world changing situation. And one of the things that happens in many societies, and I think you guys, this is kind of intuitive, is that many people hold on to their traditions. In situations in history where uh, individual people groups were being destroyed, <laughs> for lack of a better term, uh, by other people groups, oftentimes they doubled down on their traditions. You find this in um, the Native Americans or in the Jews during the Holocaust. Oftentimes people's faith and the things that they find comfort in become even more important. So if we extrapolate that out into the wasteland of the United States post-2077, and we do know that Christmas occurred and was part of what people celebrated in the fallout world because it was based on our own world, then it would make sense that people would double down on these traditions, that in some way they would still celebrate things like Christmas, uh, not just for the religious aspects, but also the cultural aspects, the idea of being able to give each other gifts if they had any, that, those kinds of things. Um, there's something that brings people together in those situations. So if that's with that being said here, let's transition screens here. We're going to take a look at um, some images <laughs> that I found of what Santa might look like. And if you're on the audio version of this podcast, I will do my best to describe this. So we have here a barbarian Santa and it turns out there's actually a comic book called Bar Barbarian Santa or something like this. Uh, I'll, I'll show you in a second, but um, there's, a significant amount of work in the space of the internet around a Santa Claus who is much more tougher and ready for anything. So for example, this image right here, he has braids in his beard. He's a very large fellow with <laughs> a, he looks like he might be bald, but a huge beard with a huge sack and then candy cane hilted swords at his waist among dogs barking and other, uh, uh, accompaniments that he can use like tools, I guess that he used to make toys and things. Now there isn't really a Santa that I've found that comes out in the wasteland. Uh, what does show up in the wasteland? And this is something I think I actually experienced a few years ago playing fallout four is a decorated diamond city. This happens. I'd forgotten about this until I started doing some research in fallout four. If you log in on the 25th and maybe the days after it, I'm not 100% sure. The information on the internet is a little vague. So it might be worth opening up Fallout 4 on Christmas and even the days after Christmas to see if this happens. Diamond City is decorated. The people of Diamond City celebrate Christmas. This is confirmation. It's not just a fun little thing they put in the game because it would have taken time. They added in light bulbs, colored lights, a Christmas tree outside the noodle shop, um, some other decorations around town. So this confirms, although the people don't talk about it, they celebrate it. And it may just be one of those little details that some artists decided to work into the game and one of the devs decided to program in a, you know, a switch that turned on and off. It, it happens for Halloween too. Um, but it may actually confirm a little bit more. So let's dig in a little bit deep, more deeply. Now, the one piece of evidence we have here for Christmas in the Wasteland comes from a transcript of 
a uh, holotape. And I'm going to read the transcript. I have it up here on screen. So for those of you who want to read through it with me, uh, the Morgantown Airport, and this comes from Fallout 76. So I know some people don't feel like Fallout 76 is canon, um, but it's all we have to go on this. It's the only thing I have found that references Christmas. If you find something else, if your research does better than mine, please let me know. We'll discuss it with the community. Um, but th here's here's what's interesting about this, and we're going to go through it. It says here, this is Maria Chavez speaking, and today is December 25th, 2092. So about 15 years after the bombs drop. And this is in Appalachia. So this is in West Virginia, uh, specifically the Morgantown Airport. Once in the world before the war, this would have been a joyous time to celebrate with loved ones. Now it's time to reflect and to mourn. It was on this day 10 years ago that we lost so much in the tragic event we call the Christmas flood. So 10 years previous would have been 2082, which was five years after the bombs dropped. So up until five years after the bombs dropped, they may have been celebrating Christmas. We don't, it doesn't say celebrated Christmas, but it does say here what would have been a joyous time before the war to celebrate with loved ones. So does that language mean that after the war they stopped celebrating or were they still five, 15 years after the war in such a decimated state that they couldn't celebrate, that there was nothing to be joyous about? Maybe that's what that what this means. So let's go on. It says, I suppose the story really begins in November of 2077, the month after the war. So directly after the war. Survivors from the Pleasant Valley Ski Resort sent a group to Charleston to ask for help and supplies. The city leaders turned them away. There was so much chaos and so much need back then. I suppose it was an impossible request to grant. The failure to, failure to secure help led to a change in leadership for the survivors at the ski resort. A cold and brutal man named David Thorpe took charge and he shaped those people into something terrible. They took what they wanted by force and killed anyone that stood in their way. Years later, Thorpe's girlfriend, Rosalyn, led a, a raid on Charleston. They were spotted early and a fight broke out. A few of them escaped, but Rosalyn, 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 Rosalyn was injured and taken prisoner along with some of the other raiders. By then, the responders were more or less running things in the city and were doing pretty well for ourselves. We felt confident we could confront the raiders at their home turf. So we sent a group up into the mountains to see if we could make a deal. We hoped we could get them to leave us alone if we agreed to release some of the prisoners. We were wrong. Thorpe had somehow got his hands on a mini nuke and he used it to blow the Somerville Dam on Christmas morning. So it seems like a sinister dude. Seems like very specific timing. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. We lost almost everything, our homes, our supplies, and most of our friends and family. The days and weeks that followed were the hardest of my life, but somehow we held together. We kept the idea of the responders alive, even though there were only a few, a handful of us left. That's the story of the Christmas flood. Tell your children, tell everyone you meet. Let's keep the memory alive for as long as we can. And that's it. And this connects to other lore that happens in Fallout 76, and I haven't really gotten much into that yet. But the little bit we have here is that they knew of Christmas, of course, that it was a time, a joyous time to celebrate before the war happened. So that makes sense. But what's more interesting here is that Thorpe, the evil leader of these raiders, chose that day in particular because there's meaning in that day, which means five years after the war, the people would still have held meaning to Christmas. They still would have at least in some way celebrated it. Now, the other place that we can go is <laughs> let's just do a search for this. The other place we can go is Fallout 76 still. And we can look at the different kinds of things that show up in the game, which show up in the, in the shop and of course, you can buy them, right? Um, so for some people, they feel like this breaks lore. I mean, there's even a Santa um, Protectron. Does it break lore? I don't know. That's another thing to debate. But along with the Christmas trees that are left, and this is, this is interesting. If you haven't played 76, you'll notice that because the bombs dropped in October... Some people were already decorating for Christmas. There are some Christmas trees in and around the world at all times. It's not something that happens because it's that time of the year. It's something that happens because that's just part of the deck, the basic decor of the game. Um, but there are things in the item shop that you can buy that allow you to look like Christmas time. So, oh wait, that's Fallout 4. <laughs> I didn't prep this part, so we're just going to run with it. Um, but there are some things that you can you can buy in the in the shop that, you know, Christmassy events and stuff. So there you go. I don't think we're ever going to see a death claw with a beard and a hat, though. I don't think that's going to be part of it. So thank you for tuning into the video version of our show. There's always a little bit more in the audio recorded version. So go check that out. And if I did anything that you thought was interesting or useful, uh, consider tapping that follow button and joining me in the future. Also, I post videos regularly on YouTube, but I also stream regularly on twitch.tv slash robots radio. And there are a bunch of other shows and awesome content that you can download or watch or just be a part of. So, uh, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the fallout Lorecast. All sounds and music are owned by Bethesda Softworks, and no copyright infringement is intended. 
If you have something you'd like to contribute to the show, please contact us at falloutlorecast at gmail.com or follow us and post some messages to us on Twitter at falloutlorecast. And if you'd like to support the show, tell a friend or check out the rewards you can get for becoming a patron at patreon.com slash falloutlorecast. I really appreciate you listening and I'd love to hear from you soon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park